I am unashamed. What about you? So it's a merging of podcasts today. We've merged. We've brought together our sister podcast, or our brother podcast, uh, The Duck Call Room. Stone and Sire are in the house. Zach is coming in from uh, North Carolina. Zach, are you okay today? How are you doing? I'm a little under the weather. Yeah, you sound. So, I, I heard that that tenor voice went to bass. I was wondering what was oh, going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it got us. It got us good. The Epizuti. Zach sent me a... Zach sent me a text the other day. Said, "I'll, I'll be on in just a minute on the podcast." Uh, my son has crapped his pants at school, so I, I got to go get it. What happened over in uh, North Carolina? As far as the the big red wave, it was kind of like an orange ripple, like but, a little but, trickle. No, you know what it was? Trickle. It was it was like a prostate infection, which we can relate to that at this table. Mm. It was a pink trickle, is is what I call it pink. more more than a red wave. Yeah. So so obviously we're. We're broadcasting a little bit ahead, so we're the week of the election. We were expecting the red wave that that never materialized. No. So I don't know what that was about. Were you surprised, Dad? <clears throat> I'm not surprised. I think there's finally more of them than it is of us. I'm still wondering what that uh, 320 million people, and we get about 90 million out of the Republicans, and then 90 million out of out of the Left wingers, that's 180 million. What about this other 150 million that's out there in America? What? Well, when do they do they ever vote? <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, there's a hundred, there's a 90, 90, 180 out of 320 million. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people for some reason. Supposedly during the last presidential election, you had a hundred and Almost 160 million people voted, which was the most ever. Um, they say Biden got 81 there's million. There's another group that large. We have no trail on on who, why they don't vote. Right, right. Well, you got a lot of underage too, I guess. I don't know, Zach. You're the political politico of the group. What's your What's your take on the? No, what I'm still caught up in the in the fact that my 14 year old son crapped his pants. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't get off that part. That was more of a brown said, way. <laughs> yeah, I was a brown way. When you said that, I was like, uh, I wanted to clarify. He's fourteen. You know, like one of my. We saw one of our friends last night at the Mexican restaurant, and she was like, "Oh, our kid was at the soccer game, and you know, little little Tate. You know, he pooped himself, and of course, Tate's two years old, and she was like, that's okay, little." I probably shouldn't say it. I'm going to say his name. Little little bear pooped himself, you know, but he's 14 years old. But it was part, it was part of the illness. So, well, you know. I was wondering, and, of course, he's a big Alabama fan, too. So, you know, he had, he had, he had a tough week. <laughs> he's moved on. Move on. We got Herschel Walker, who was, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest running backs that's ever oh. played college football. He he was incredible. So there was. I don't know. Is it Senator Herschel? Is it got enough? So we'll see what happens with all that. But well, me and Si had a good morning. This morning. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear about it. Y'all, y'all went. Y'all went in the woods. We were in the woods. We uh, sat in a deer stand. We could see about twelve hundred yards in front of us. And Si said, "Open that back window so I can see behind us." I said, "Si, there ain't but thirty yards behind us." 
I know, but that's where they used to cross. There's 1,200 yards in, in front, front of us, <laughs> 30 yards behind us. <clears throat> what, what does that mean? How many crossed that stretch of woods? <clears throat> uh, about 20, probably. About 20 or so. Any four, bucks in the bunch? Yeah, about four or five bucks, and uh, no, but no ducks. We did not lay our eyes on a duck. This morning, but just, I thought I did, but he said it was Tweety Birds. Yeah, it was, tw- it was Tweety Birds. <laughs> but, uh, we, uh, we enjoyed ourselves out in nature, out in creation and, uh, just being there does, does my heart good. Yeah. They're coming God, the question is when, but, but the Mississippi Delta is dry as it's been in a hundred years. Yeah, Mississippi mm. River is. So we don't know Way whether down. they may move over to the Atlantic. I mean, the, the uh, central. What's the one in the middle? The central. central flyway. They may come down that through there. The bulk of them, or maybe on a dry year, if whoever has water, you know, since there's not very much, you know, they they have barges are yeah. just sitting there. They can't. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Hank Williams Jr. predicted all this. Everything that's happening, he predicted sure. it. He wrote a song about it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said the preacher man talking about the end of times, the Mississippi the River. The Mississippi River. Is a going dry. Going dry. Interest is up, the stock market's down. <laughs> he did write about that. And you only get mugged when you go downtown. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I didn't realize Hank Williams hey. Jr. was the prophet. <laughs> oh, that was, that's the, uh, uh, the, um, the verse in uh, Country Boy Can't Survive. Really? Yeah. I remember There's an influx of uh, flying, flying, flying bumblebees. They're small. Uh, there's like ground, ground yellow jackets they raise in the ground. We just found out after Al <laughs> got entangled with the, uh, he got stung once with a, a purple tail wasp. They were coming in this back vent, and the bug man got a hold of them out there when when they started stinging us. It was, first, it was just swatting all morning. <laughs> Finally, one got out, but I have to admit, I enjoyed. <laughs> That's so bad. The gyration. It's only funny when it happens to someone else. Yeah. Because yeah. you were talking about the bumblebees. I don't know if you remember. Me and you went squirrel hunting, and you was in front of me, and you crawled under a fence in between the barbed wire, and it was a rotten post. Yep. That they was up in. <clears throat> well, Phil shook them up real good. <clears throat> it went on through. Well, I've been over, you know. Well, when I did, I ripped my pants. <laughs> so I okay. remember that like you it know, was yesterday. Oh, no. And all we heard was, whoa. It was just a roar, just a, you know. Well, he takes off. He's fast dying. He played quarterback. How old were we, Uh You was, what, 16? I was 14, I guess. But anyway, I tripped behind him. And I had seen it on TV or read it or something about, well, if you, if you fall down, they'll just go over you if you don't move. Well, I didn't know my underwear was hanging out. So how much TV were you watching at 14? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, hey, it was like look, a white flag. TV wasn't even around. No, no, look, but yeah. it was like, a, it reminds me of the World War II live footage of the guys in fighter, you know, flying the plane, and the leader would look and say, and then they had, whoop. Well, hey, when I got home, my mother, as she was pulling stingers out of my rear end. Only a mother could hey, do look that. look here. She's laughing. I said, it ain't that funny. She said, yeah. She said, young man, this is the biggest your behind will ever be. 27 times. So, hey, you saw me getting dope pops. 
Well, I, I don't feel near as bad about my little one stick. <laughs> I would fix that. Oh, no. I mean, you talking about rough. Is that the only time you ever got like a no, like that? No, we used to uh, take a, a little a one by one by one board and go out in the in the barn and, and hit big bumblebees. You know, it would be up there. You know, well, I hit one and knocked him down. Well, he jumped up and just right here. Ooh. Look, and we just <laughs> look. I literally we call had, that the Rudolph no, hits. No, 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 no. I literally had to walk to school because I looked like Jimmy Durandy. My nose, I'm sorry, I tell you, it was big as a softball. Jimmy who? Jimmy Durandy. <laughs> uh, it's something like that. I never heard of that cat. No, no, he's got a big <laughs> snout. Okay, he was a, a, a comedian. He was born Jimmy that way, and you Jimmy were made Durandy. that yeah, way. Yeah, I was made that way by a big, bad bumblebee. On one day. <clears throat> yeah. Jimmy Durante actually is his name. <clears throat> well, I was close. <laughs> oh, you're right. Here he is. There's... Oh, no, he's got a snoot on him now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like right there. Yeah, he does. He's got a big. That's oh what yeah, oh yeah. Like. yeah. He got yeah. his natural, but you got oh, yeah. yours the other oh, way around. Hey, I had to walk about a week <laughs> and a half sideways. Yeah, Couldn't see. Couldn't see otherwise. <laughs> big as a softball, you figure out having a softball for a nose. So, did you learn your lesson about? Uh, oh, I quit! I quit! <laughs> I quit knocking bumblebees with boards. I mean, when I was a kid, me and my cousin Mark Caraway, I was over visiting in Ida, and we thought it was a good idea. We had a big old red wasp nest, about this big as a dinner plate. We thought we had a great idea to throw rocks at them and kill them on the nest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not really realizing what would happen when that first rock <laughs> yeah, yeah. hit the nest. And they chased us down the street. I mean, just, you know, about every third one just swoop in and pop you around the back of the neck. Uncle FM. Okay, he had a oil lease that he had to go check all the time. Well, it had bass ponds on it, and he'd go fishing, and we'd go with him. And he had a Willis Jeep with a hard top on it. You know, we'd all pile in the back, and we'd he'd get in, you know, on the hard top, windows and everything. You know, we come around a fork in the road, and there's a big old bush over there, and there's a purple tail wasp nest about that big around. And you couldn't have put another one on it. Mm. You know, well, he just pulls up there, stomps on the brake, puts it in reverse, and backs us in that bush. On purpose. <laughs> on purpose. No, no. He was our uncle, and there was about five yeah. or six of us in the back. Hold on. And he just rammed it in, and the walls just hey, poured look, in on us. We can't even get out. We're just brushing there, just. You talk about it. Hey, that's he a just real good off. uncle. Yeah, he just shot the engine off in there, dies laughing. You talking about me? Oh, you starting to understand that? Bringing. Yeah. It's all making sense now. What the lack of compassion yeah. that I felt my whole life for my uncles. I know. Uh, I, I know it's. I know where it came from now. Yeah, oh no, it, they was mean. As bad as it was, Zach, it wasn't that bad. I mean, they they were a little lighter bad. than that. Nobody uh, backed me into a giant wasp nest. No, no, look, that was no, Uncle FM Hale. Yep. Okay, and that's why he was so mean. <laughs> His last name. Well, what about your aunt that? That used to paint y'all. Oh no, that was a Hobbs's. Okay. Okay. And Irene, you'd, you know, you'd go, we'd go there visit, and eat a big fine meal. She could paint you with her toes. Oh no, look, <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> you'd be you'd be taking a bite to eat or something, and the next thing you hear, ah, <laughs> look, <laughs> and hey, come out. And just blood spurting everywhere. <laughs> you don't reach you down there with that big toe and that other one, and just cut you. Oh, he had a big old nail on it. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but she had cut you with her toenail. Oh, I guess what, were you cutting up, or she just did it to do she it? Just she did just, it. She just, she just did it for a laugh. <laughs> She'd be over there just dying laughing, and I'm over here bleeding. <laughs> Oh. Well, that's a that's a tough upbringing. Yep. Oh no, that's when you that's, that's when you bathed in a number three wash tub. Yeah, yeah. And I get some well water and pour it over in, in a tub, number three wash tub, and let it warm up in the sun a little bit. Yep. That's where people took their baths. By, all the kids by birth order, right? Is that all the kids? Yeah, I got the last one. Oldest first. ones hey, first. Hey, I took a bath in muddy water. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never, I never was clean. <laughs> well, you probably had the warmest water. Uh, yeah, probably warmed up pretty good after I, two or three peed in there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Forget nah, about being clean. Would you say though. we were poor? Had <laughs> about as poor as a snake's belly. <laughs> <laughs> you were poor, uh, and your and your your aunts and uncles. So, how you're a rich man now? What's the What's the difference between now? You're rich and famous now, so. Well, you no, got any I, advice for the rest of the world? Actually, I really enjoyed growing up, okay, because we had family and we had all our kin folks there, you know. But now I understand why Jim Frank and Harold were so mean. You know, my two oldest brothers. Yep. You know, they had to put up with all, all the hells and hobbses all the time. Yep. For longer than you did. Yeah, for longer than I did. That's why they're so mean. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's take a break. <laughs> so as we age, which we talk a lot on this podcast about, because we're all getting older, uh, unfortunately, that's what happens. Or it's maybe fortunately because it's, it's what's natural. But you kind of get that dad bod. Um, don't quite feel like working out like you used to. It makes it a lot harder, right, to make those moves. Um, so I'm one of those who wants some more energy uh, to counter the negative physical effects of my aging. And so what I use is Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen. It's going to help me turn back the clock, re-energize my working out, and get me better results, um, help me look and feel like the man that I sort of used to be but want to be. So once you check these guys out, uh, they're number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. They've been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Uh, so the science is behind it. Uh, people love it. It's really good. To get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text UNASHAMED to 231231. So that text now, you get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. So text UNASHAMED to 231231. That's UNASHAMED to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. <laughs> and what's ironic like is this is, thera this is therapeutic. Uh, for I think us, it is. Really I think we're having a massive it, therapy session. Yeah. So um, what's amazing is you two are the last uh, of the bunch. That's it. 
I mean, y'all are the now what's left well, of the last two group. standing. Last two standing. <clears throat> the last yeah, two Robertson. All the rest of them passed on. Yep, they're gone. <clears throat> well, you know when when you're growing up, all that everybody said, well, well, he had this, you know, he had this, you know. I think I've had everything that a child can have, you know, all the illnesses. The Hobbses and Hales are all still around now. Mac told me the other day, my first cousin, he's a. That's Irene was his mama. Yeah. It could toe pinch you. But uh <laughs> oh, no. but they all now there, you know, Max said, I'm I'm just turned eighty. You know, where are you? I said, I'm seventy six, so I'm I'm not far behind you. So I, we running out of time down in here. Hey, resurrection is looming big time. Hey, Jesus number one's the only yeah. shot we got. That's it. So uh I, I was gonna ask you about this since we're we're down the, the old days. Where did because <clears throat> obviously hunting I was talking about y'all hunting today and this morning was a part of the whole thing. So where, where did yeah. that start with y'all? What, where did the passion come from? Because obviously we're known as a family because of hunting. Poaching. Poaching? Poaching. <laughs> yeah. We were poachers. Then the people knew we were poaching. <clears throat> we thought that they were serious when they would run with the pickup trucks. They'd see us in a big, you know, a pecan orchard. We'd see their truck coming. We'd all run like deer because, you know, we didn't want, we, we didn't own the place. Right. We'd be shooting squirrels and all this, and the people that owned it, they ran us around out there until, you know, we were going to college. I mean, all the way up to that. We found out later, okay, Mama sold Avon, uh, Avon and uh, Tupperware. You know, she so she knew all the farmers. We had permission, but she just, you know, she, the farmers they enjoyed running and watching us run. Yeah. He said, hey, but don't tell them. So because we liked it. When they hear that pickup coming, they like wild deer. <laughs> they flum, flum, flum. Well, hey, we'd run down just, you know, jump over a log, be laying just under the log, looking, you know, looking through the brims and stuff. You know, as they drive. And their children, their children, when they got older <laughs> and that group had passed on, you know, they're the ones that called me up one day and said, we just want to let you know all that. When, when you and Cy and Tommy, y'all are all hunting over there on our land, my dad's land. He said, my dad would come back just laughing and say, and I saw them. Said, but boy, them boys can jump. They jump fences like they ain't even there. So You were like a deer. But he said, we've all thought about it, and we've come up with a conclusion. We miss y'all. <laughs> well, so there was a fine memory. They missed us. So because uh, they looked, and then Duck Dynasty came along, and right then it's all said, "Wait a minute, we, well, knew, we they said, we knew yeah, they right. were chasing those." That bunch we was running around with them kids. So, so it was poaching. Was it? Was it because you had? That's how you ate. I mean, the family. A lot was of it. More, a lot of it. You know, if yeah. you want something, if you wanted a meal, sometimes it just got down to if you wanted something more than beans. Yeah. Pinto beans, you had them, a 100-pound sack of potatoes. You usually had potatoes and pinto beans, but you didn't say what was for dinner. That's what you had every day. So if you were going to get some meat, it was going to be— Oh, yeah, you're going to get it yourself. Yeah, right? get the wood, That's get the meat out of the kill. woods. So it's, it's funny because I've been to Dominican several times doing mission work, and that's what they survive yep. on. It's beans yep. and— Potatoes. Yep. And every once in a while, chicken. You yep. know, is what well, they got. Mama would raise on chicken. Sundays. Yeah. Sundays you'd eat chicken. Yeah. Mama would raise chicken. That's big days. Yeah, we raise our own chickens. Yeah. You know. I remember but just mama when I was when we were like little bitty boys. We we had had a had a couple of hogs, and they killed those in the fall when it got cold. 
Uh, back then, it got colder in October. You're pretty good, you know, and they'd kill the hogs. And we had a smokehouse, and they'd hang them up, get some hickory going, hickory smoke. And it, we just would smoke them, kind of like the Indians did, you know. But Paul, I saw you like to admit, when he was like in his prime, 40s, 30s and 40s, we were just little children. But he was still plowing with a mule. Oh, no. I mean, that's, you know. And, you, I, and I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about a big garden. I mean, it was like it was like 1800s. I mean, exactly like them, except for the old Ford car or the old it's sitting out there. But if you hadn't seen that log house, no, no, no fireplace in one end of it, but no, no, no heaters, no, just a fireplace in the end of a log cabin. They'd put a big log on at night, and the next morning somebody. The oldest ones, the boys, they there to get a fire built. Get up, build it. So one of your cousins has restored that house, I hear. It's still there. Has restored that place. And now it's like some kind of did you see his that? Yeah, I went out there, it's out in Diddy, and it was kind of weird because he's walking me through it and he's like, your mom was born right there. That's where Phil was born. And you know, uh, I'm I'm ha- I'm having vis- uh, memories or not memories, visions of what that must have been like. I mean, there's it's I mean, it was a Two room shack. I mean, it was. Oh yeah. I don't know how you how you all lived in there. Well, I mean, it's small. I remember we we would hickernuts. Uh, we had two yep. big hickernut trees out in the yard. We you you'd had just perfect thing where you put them in there. I would call it on the fireplace. So you heat them up and and you know crack them. We crack them with a hammer. It was a treat. Pickles, canned pickles. Ma would cucumbers and make pickles. Yeah. So you had pickles. If you wanted really to throw a wing dang, throw your that was a potatoes, throw, oh, your, that was a throw your potatoes over in the fire, <laughs> log fire, and they'd turn black. <clears throat> well, you'd roll them out. So you you eat, you were eating baked potatoes coming off a fireplace yeah. and pickles out of a jar. We'd sit there, and you thought, well, we were, we were. Christmas. We get it. Christmas time was we would get like uh, California oranges, the big ones. You know, treat, and then, I, and then some of the, uh, like, uh, I can't, walnuts, you know. Yeah. Coca-Cola was the big treat. They'd just come out with a full tray of Cokes at home. Little, in the bottles? the 24 bottle, little bottles. Yep. So they'd just set it down in front of the kids, and we'd descend on it and <laughs> sit there, and you drank all of them. <laughs> Everybody would <laughs> you'd drink them down. No, there was nothing. If it was two cases, we it was two cases gone. <laughs> Something that changed. Nothing, <laughs> Nothing but empty bottles. So the idea of saving some uh, for later no, just never occurred no. to anybody. Else. That's Dude. why when I started uh, dating a little Miss Kay, you know, they owned a store. Yeah, a grocery store. Wow. So she would come. She would come pick me up. She had a little rig. I didn't. She yeah. had a vehicle. So she'd pull up. <laughs> me and Sai would go out there, you know, and we'd looking around. It, weenies, steaks. She was. Slipping that out of the grocery <laughs> store. Of the store. <laughs> and, uh, she went, she went back and she said, Mama, they're so poor. Oh, so I said, you need to keep that one, boy. She brings grub when she comes to pick you up. <laughs> and she's still cooking for you, Sash. So uh, 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 these... Kay's been trying to fatten me up for 40 years. So you were the uh, you were the third wheel, right, in the dating? Oh, yeah. You were the, the conscience of the Yeah, that trio. was so funny <laughs> when they first started dating on their first date. You know, Mama said, you're going with them. I said, Mama, they're going. He's going on a date with his girlfriend. She said, I know. 
You're going with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> they said, what are you going to do with size? They get in the back. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We'd ride up to the, you know, where all the teenagers hung out. Yeah. And they'd look in there, you What's know. What's the tasty freeze? Is, yeah. Well, tell me, hey, tell me, who's that? Phil said, oh, just side. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the third wheel is what we had. We had a food it. supply. We had a rig to carry around. Uh, so I said, you need to keep that woman there. That's, that's good a good woman there, there son. Hey, so, so, Zach, so, Zach, how much of. <laughs> What they were just describing, is there any of that in the in the movie? Because I know it goes back to their young lives. Did y'all capture some of that in the film? Yeah, we got all that. It's uh, it's kind of weird listening to them talk. Because like, I've got, a, I've got a, a scene in my head for every one of those things they talked about. So, yeah, we, I, we got a lot of that. That's good. It was, uh, well, a, but, you know, think about it. Because Phil had a line that we actually are putting in the movie. He said, you, you pulled up to our house and, you know, it was 1950, but... If you didn't know any better, you'd think it was 1850. And so we we tried to really find that. Um, The house that we looked at, we we couldn't film in the original house because it was just, you couldn't get, it was so small, you couldn't get the cameras in there. But I looked at it, but there was a story, and I'm trying to remember it. Somebody lost a marble behind, behind like the the kitchen sink. In the walls. No, Frank. In the walls. Frank Hale has got them. Yeah. It was a sack of marbles. He got them because hey, hey, shooting marbles used to be, you know. Oh, that was that was big time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it like? Did you gamble with it? Or was it was a game. It was a game. I've already forgot how we did it, but I mean, it was a big deal. Oh no, you know, and we'd and, get and, them and, boys hey. in town. Would 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 slick. So you would win their marbles. If oh yeah. You, oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, this was hey, this is like domino games. Yeah. Except it was Marvel, <laughs> and your name had you know you had a pet name for your your you know your shooter. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Do you remember yours? Oh yeah, you I don't remember, but them, I, we you all protected them. And they were, yeah, we he all found had some hidden. From. He found some hidden in a wall. So is this where the phrase "lose your marbles"? Yeah, comes from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's might, where it started. It, it started right there. One oh, more trend there. Well, hey, hang on, hang on, son. You though, hey, hang on. You talking about some marble shooting cats now? <laughs> oh yeah. I wish uh, you knew your pet name though. That was so. <clears throat> one of the sayings was nothings, nothings, yeah. you know, nothings. Yeah. Hey, the thing, the trick to it was when you <laughs> talking your mind, mind. you just pow. <laughs> Yo, and hey, it would hit it and knock it out. Okay, and then that be, was your hey, marble. It actually spin a hole. You had to dig it out of the hole. That's when you knew you could you could shoot, boys. It would dig a hole in the wood floor. Oh yeah, when it hit when it hit that marble to knock it out, it was keep spinning and just bury itself. I, mean, right, I don't know it. about that, sir. I don't know. Hey, oh, no. oh, it's getting deep in here now. Oh, hey, let's yeah. let's take a break. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. So one of our sponsors, Faithful Counseling, as I said earlier, um, they're there to help be able to get through those sort of twists and turns and difficult times, whether it's holidays, whether it's some relationship issue, uh, you know, they're there to be able to do that. It's online and they're going to match you with a great therapist. Obviously, it's a, it's faith based, which is which is what we would encourage you to do is find a faith based counselor. Um, so we encourage you, we've heard a lot of reports back from people that listen to this podcast that have used these guys, uh, in a powerful way. So check them out. You can go to faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed. 
and get the professional faith-based counseling that you deserve. They've even got a special offer for our Unashamed listeners. Right now, you get 10% off your first month when you go to faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed. So check these guys out. Counseling is a good thing. Uh, Thanks again to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring this episode. But that was the thing. Everybody had a name for it. Oh, yeah. You know, and like when we finally realized. I had one, Old Betsy. Old Betsy. (laughs) Old Betsy. We we actually got different size. They got bigger. And that's when you won won the money, you know, is when you could knock that big one out with your little shooter. We would take our skill set to the schools and out there at recess and all that. We all... Everybody's on their hands and knees, marble, marble playing, and we'd get we'd we'd we 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 would fleece them. We could dump dump them marbles. Oh, no, we'd go with just a shooter and come back with a pocket full of marbles. That's it. But you couldn't like sell them or anything, right? I mean, just oh, they were just something you kept. I mean, you know, who had the most marbles? That, that's what the whole deal was in childhood. It sounds like the beginning of organized crime. You guys could have gone a totally different route. Well, man, it definitely explains a lot of the competitiveness oh, yeah. uh, oh. in our family. You know, list, list hearing that everything's a competition, right? Hey. <laughs> who sh- who killed the most? Yeah. This who did the most? That who, domino game. Uh, Jimmy Frank. I tell you one thing, oh. Through it all, I, I will have to admit, even they're, they're going to show that my past in the movies, sinful past, but I, I will have to admit, as far as uh, things like theft, and that was non, non-existent. I mean, we, we, we didn't, I mean, there was no funky language. There was no, there was no uh, thievery going on at the- all. You didn't mess with anybody's property. I mean, you wouldn't mess you with know, it. We'd shoot squirrels and pick pecans up. But, but the thought as, process there was the Almighty provided that. It just happened oh, to be on that guy's yeah, property. It just happened to be on his property. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs> the code was you ain't got much, but but whatever you have, that's all you're getting because somebody else's stuff, we were accused of it from time to time. You know, mm-hmm. somebody stole some outboard. Remember one time? Oh, no, it was their own sons. Yeah. It was their own sons. They tried sons. to pin it on the they poor boy. They tried to pin it on us. Yeah. And the law came down, and I oh, remember no. my daddy talking to him. He said, oh, no, the boys no. of mine wouldn't do that. I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> the deputy had a he deputy sheriff, big guy, about 6'6", six, six, you know. He said, uh, Mr. Robinson, I'm here to pick up one of your boys, a couple of your boys. They they, they had old, old a hat, you know, piece of junk. And he said, he said, they left this at the scene of accident. They stole three motors, and then they got scared and threw them out outboard, in 12-mile bow. Out, outboard motors. Yeah. Yo, and Daddy said, uh, number one, unless you've seen him do it and got handcuffed, you better get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I ever seen Daddy just, he was, hey, he was mad. Well, come to find out he later said, on, they, they got the boys who did it. And it, it was and, their own son. But he never even called us over and said, did you boys? He didn't. He knew we he did knew. Yeah, all he knew. Yeah, which is funny, Dad, because you instilled that in us. You, you were like, you know, we we we've always said we didn't have a lot of rules living in in your house, but but one of the rules was never steal from other people. That's right. You ingrained that in us. Don't take oh, other yeah. people's property. Mama, Mama hated. You know, they was the same thing as a murderer. If you stole, you was just like a murderer. Yeah, and she instilled that instilled in us from childhood. If it wasn't yours, stay away from yeah. it. 
Yeah. Well, Make kinda, a wide circle around it. Somebody said that, you know, uh, that, that if we had seen uh, like a firearm leaning up against a tree in the woods, we wouldn't have picked it up. We wouldn't have fooled with it. Yeah, because it was somebody else's, right? Somebody we, else's. We would have told told them, said, hey, look, there's a shotgun leaning against a tree down there. Yeah. It, we just saw it being, you know. Well, I never have thought about that when you think about it. Jesus only... Call Satan two different things. He called him a murderer yep. from the beginning in John 8, and he called him a thief yep. in John 10. He said he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. So that the two descriptions of Satan by Jesus were murder and thief. I mean, mm. The code was, Ma- was simple. That's where Mama got it. I'll tell you. I'll like admit somebody said it really, it'll really hurt them and hurts their, uh, their, 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 their inner self for, to have <laughs> leather put on their butt. But if that's the case, I... We 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 should be really crazy. Because <laughs> you know, when yeah, we but stepped hey, out of line. No, no, leather was coming. That's about yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Okay, because look, hey, human beings need boundaries. All of us do. Okay, and like Daddy, you know, I told him one time he he whooped me with a twelve foot extension cord. Okay, <laughs> me and my sister. <laughs> oh no 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 look this is child abuse pure and simple but every time we would bring it up he would have tears in his eyes when he said yeah but did you deserve it I said oh no doubt no doubt I was wrong I need a butt whooping I got it I said but you went too far <laughs> you know, but you know hey Hey, that's what God gave you this that's butt a, for. Phil, uh, John O.J., he's uh, probably still a little bitter about getting whooped over that boat paddle. Yeah, yeah, he still hadn't. Yeah, he's still con- holding he on. Killed, killed a cotton mouth with it, but hey, he no, broke it. This was before that. He lost oh. lost Phil's boat paddle. Oh, okay, well, he broke another once one. Once again, once again, the rules were clear. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it was a surprise. I think he's, he, Dad he says if you, if you mess up with my I, equipment. He uh, came up finally with the boat paddle. It had got hung up in a thicket when he's over there, you know. And, but uh, he found the boat paddle, but but it, it was a it was a tear your butt up if, if you tore up perfectly good equipment for no good reason. It was one of the rules. I mean, we, I understood. Hey, the I never got are, a whip before. Did you ever lose a boat change. paddle? No. Yeah. Don't say but here's what was funny. Jim and Frank, our older brother in the neighborhood, okay, he got a bunch of them to college, okay, because he would make us play football. I'm talking about it'd be, we'd be crying. Me, we don't want to play, we don't play. Get out there, boy, get out. You know, and Kenny Tidwell was one that got a scholarship to our tech. football was a big sock. <laughs> Stuff for a rag. Smaller socks. Yeah. And that's the only ball we had. <laughs> that's, that's just wild. By the by the way, if if you want to if you want to or for our audience, I, I've been I've been meaning to do this. We got a website up. It's called theblindmovie.com. So go go check it out. Enter your information, and we'll we'll get you updates on as we release stuff. And if you sign up for the email list, we'll give you some. You'll you'll get stuff before anybody else does. So for our audience, I know you guys are always asking about the movie. That, that's a place to probably go. Enter your stuff at center email. It's theblindmovie.com. And a lot of these stories is crazy, man. How much of this I feel like we captured in the movie. It, it, hearing y'all talk like this, it makes me feel like I think we got something really good. Because we got a lot of these stories, a lot of them in there. So, uh, so let's take another break. So I got a great uh, – 
stocking stuffer Black Friday uh, idea for you guys. It's it's one of our favorite, uh, my favorite sponsors. And, and really, I've been wearing Tommy John underwear uh, far before they started sponsoring our podcast. And they're very comfortable. Uh, I, I love not only their underwear, because uh, they don't ride up and, and they don't pull down. So they stay in place. But I also love their loungewear. Really comfortable uh, stuff that's just great. I don't know. Wintertime, it's even more comfortable to me for whatever reason. Um, so they got a Black Friday sale going on right now. You can give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself. Uh, 18 million pairs have been sold. So obviously a lot of people love it. Uh, 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. So it's a great gift idea. Uh, every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. So they, they, they know that they have a great product. So check them out. Go to Tommy John's Black Friday sale going on right now. You're going to get 30% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Phil. 30% off everything right now. TommyJohn.com slash Phil. That's TommyJohn.com slash Phil. See their site for details. So, Dad, tell the story. Uh, you've set, told it before. Y'all were playing with the sock of socks for your football, and then some coach comes up. I guess he, he must have seen We saw some- a vehicle coming in those days. If you saw a vehicle coming across a big, long field, we were up on a hill at Log Cabin, and we saw the vehicle coming. We didn't know who it was. So we're all, all the kids are just standing there looking at this vehicle coming. Because we didn't have people like visiting very little. Yeah. And we looked up, and he kind of made a little loop in front of us. And it was about seven or eight of us, neighborhood kids, and, and the Robertson boys, me, Si. We was all standing there. Si was naked, as usual. Because <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't wear clothes. Freedom, baby. About six. <laughs> he was a naked boy up till he was six. He'd just get up out of the bed naked, walk outside, <laughs> pee in the yard. Look around, what's going on? Anyway, the vehicle pulled up, and out came a football out the window. Scotty Robertson, he had the same last name as me, Robertson, but they said he wasn't kin to us. But the local coach pulled up in the yard, threw the ball out, and just kept on going and drove off. Well, the ball bounced about four or five times. But none of the kids moved. We all just sitting there looking at it. Like it was a ball. Here we are. We didn't want to Here we are without a ball for years, and all of a sudden there's a football in front of us, and everybody's looking at it, you know, and finally somebody, size somebody, took off and said, good night, that's a football. And they ran over to it. And from that day on, that's where we started learning how to play football. We actually had a ball. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a probably, long time. Probably incoming. a little easier to throw than that oh, yeah. s- sack yeah. of socks. Yeah, yeah. Sock, sock one, you know. The socks were easier to catch. <laughs> Football, you had the, the, the sock full of socks. Yeah. Uh, like baseball, whatever, you had the sock ball. So, right Si, how, how quick did you all know that Dad was like a cut above? Oh, no, in oh, terms no. of yeah. How, yeah. Did, you, no, no. did everybody, everybody figure that out yeah. pretty quick? Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, because like when you know when we born moved, with a good arm, you don't learn yeah. how to do that. It's just you either have it or you don't. Right. So tell about this. Y'all just went on a hunting trip. Yeah. What uh, What was your cousin Mark Caraway? Caraway. Well, we went hunting with a guy named Mark Calloway 
also known as the Undertaker. The Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> and he is such a cool dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw the one about, he's about seven feet tall. Oh, no. Big. Yeah, he's a brute. He's a brute. <laughs> what, was yeah. he a wrestler? Uh, yeah. 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 But he, 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 you know, I had to just lean over because he talks real soft. Mm-hmm. You would think just a different, you know, the Undertaker. Yep, he was oh. one of the most kind-hearted, yeah. humble, soft-spoken men I've ever met. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try to very, get him down here to hunt with us. Very impressive. I want to get him on the podcast. Individual. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's got quite the story. Oh, the spiritual oh, yeah. story as well. Yeah, I was going to say he's a born-again Christian. His yep. uh, his wife converted him. He told me, uh, and his wife and daughter listened to Sadie's podcast. Oh, really? I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But uh, we went on a pheasant hunt with a, a group of veterans. And a nonprofit called Camp Valor Outdoors. Um, and y'all were in where, South Dakota? We were in no. South Dakota pheasant hunting. Emory, Emory is the town. Yeah. Is that the one with the woman governor? Is it? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. North yeah. Dakota. It's Christy Nome. That's her. Yeah, yeah. That's South Dakota. Yeah. Boy, she's, no. a, she's a real woman. She, she's good for womanhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That girl come yeah. riding up on a horse. She hunts. Yeah. She rides horses. Yeah, she's yeah. something. Yeah. Easy on the eyes. Easy on the eyes. That's right. Yeah. Very easy on the eyes. That's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> she she requested to come on the podcast. Yeah, she wants to be on our podcast. Uh oh. Hey, hey, you bring her down. I know. We got to make that happen. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right. Make She's that happen. Representative of womanhood, I've seen. Uh, but anyway, um, that hunt we went on, um, first time ever pheasant hunting, um, they have strips, strips of um, milo or corn. And you get about five feet from the man next to you. How? how what did the terrain look like? It was just. It's all. I like never prairie, didn't know like this. Prairie. Oh yeah. I never didn't know this. Uh, South Dakota's farming. I mean, just all of it, you know. And they, so it's they, not they, rolling hills. It's more. Flat. There's a few yeah. hills, yeah. but it's more yeah. flat. It's little potholes. The area we were. It's a lot of little potholes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. And That's the, where all the ducks raise a lot of them yeah. right there. And the dirt is black. But look, what's so cool is had they, they harvested a, the corn and all while y'all were there. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they had harvested all y'all. Yeah. Hey, look, forty yeah. acres, take forty acres field. They cut it in thirty yard strips. Mm-hmm. They'll you know they'll cut cut this strip, it'll be bare, and then the next strip, thirty yards, they'll leave it. Yep. Whether it's corn or whatever. Well, then you all you do is you get ten guys, you know, say six gunners, four four guides. And then got the dogs, okay? And you do that 30 strip, and it may be a half a mile long. So the dogs would point them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And flush them. They got flushers and pointers. Were they good dogs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the rule was you don't yeah. shoot till they got in the skyline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you don't see blue, don't yeah. shoot. Because then, because yeah. yeah. it's a dangerous game because you got flankers. Yeah. And you're you out in two, front. You got two on, on the empty for the like, mode. Yeah. You know, out front. And then you got that's, the others. I don't want that job. That's a little <laughs> worse. Look, I'm a blocker. I'm sitting in a chair at the end of this. That's more yeah. dangerous than a duck blind yeah. there. Way oh, yeah. more yeah. dangerous. Yeah. So we drove Cy around and put him him and Mark at the end of the row. Oh, and he, that's another thing. He's a shotgun. Oh, he could shoot. Yeah. That joker can hit. I saw him go hey. three three for threes. Yeah. Uh, Phil. He's a shot. He's a shotgunner. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Undertaker. Undertaker. But uh, we. Did y'all ra- cook any of them pheasants? Uh, 
well, the people did up there, but you know, the further north you get, the worse the the, the food is. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, some up north may disagree with you, but well, I don't know. Usually, they're pretty honest. They say when you come south, the food gets better. That's that's yeah. what most it's people just, tell me. It just seems to be bland. Yeah, they just don't there. have a lot of season. Yeah. Well, their their strongest uh, uh, thing they put on their food is ketchup. So yeah, <laughs> and that's just a cover up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst thing they did, they brought out a, a, a pheasant pot pie and put it in front of Sai. What'd you say, son? I said, no, thank you. <laughs> I ain't no pot pie, man. One thing I love. Nothing against you, okay? Just one I, thing I, love I don't about do Cy, pot pie. Cy fits in the full Robertson mode of, uh, we were, I guess y'all were drilled because we were drilled. You don't compliment bad food. So you just, it's honest. By the way, right now, so the audience will know. We are in a, in a position. It is Thursday, right? So yes, it's sir. Thursday all day long. We're, all day. we're about nine or ten days out from duck, duck season. It's it's not this Saturday, but the next one. Right. So that's when duck season officially started starts, and we're all getting ready. I'm pumping water as I speak. If you listen real close, you hear a pump way <laughs> off in the distance. It's been kind of <laughs> off and on here, so. But we got water going in the hole right now. It's the warmest November we ever remember, even in Louisiana. But they say this morning, a little crisp, but they say the cold weather's on the way. When they say it's mm-hmm. on next week. Saturday, this weekend. Saturday morning. Yep. Yep. 32, I think. So we're being, we're poised for duck season. All the decoys are ready. We're getting the boats. <clears throat> uh, everything was dry. And I've been pumping water. And this morning I walked down there and one of the boats that are sitting there on a little roof, keep them go up having to bait a lot every morning. But uh, one of the boats was already floating, so we could we could get water, to the hole by boat. Water. We can get to it our boat. today, Stone. Mm. So, Jay, since we boat was floating <coughs> in the boathouse, what I've since we've had had you on the podcast last, your your duck commander role has changed. You oh, are yeah. you no longer build duck calls. No, you're not the duck call man anymore. You are the Manager of properties. That's it. You know, Boy, and duck hunting is how he got into the Robertson clan. That's right. He married in. He married in. Yeah. Was a good. It was a good combination though, because he vetted him. He, he fits in him. the. He fits in the program pretty well. I have to say. He watched him for two years duck hunting before he was officially saying, <laughs> "Okay, well, he, before he, he got to, he can marry our our kinfo. He can marry the women." Yeah. <laughs> Two years of vetting. Well, we we only vetted Jersey Joe for one year. Yep. Yeah. But, but he made the cut. Well, he, he did. Made the cut, boy. And now his son is dating. And now Jersey Joe's son uh, is dating my daughter. There you go. Yeah. And they were all. And that we're, whole we're all family, happy. That whole yeah. family structure <laughs> yeah. was converted from the podcast. Right. That's right. He said he just looked around in the middle of New Jersey, somewhere up there, in a uh, Italian heritage. And said, "I have been eating Italian now." He comes Every, down and cooks for you once a week. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. He last night it was chicken. What is it called? Alfredo. Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo. I said, I said, is that is that part of your repertoire? He said, that's it. <laughs> he said, but that's he's cooked about six different kinds of authentic yeah, Italian par. cooking. Yep. Yep. But uh. But they're, they're as godly t- to the core they're being. So they've been they've been here with us for the year. Now they're going to marry into our, our family. So pretty good deal. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, well, maybe. You got to watch that young love. You never know. Right. <laughs> well, I will say, we're all happy, though. If she came to me tomorrow and said, I want to get married, I'd say, go for it. 
<laughs> you were saying, where do I sign? But now she's old enough, or she's about oh, to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like the old days of the, you know, or like they still do it in the in Eastern culture where it's the arranged marriage. We just arrange it by, you know, how, how are you in the duck line? Are you pretty good in the kitchen? Do yep. you work hard? Yep. Do you have a job? Yep. You know, are you a Christian? What can you do with a duck call? What, you know, yep. you know, you, you, that's part of the, if you can't blow a duck call, you, you're pretty well on the way on the back end. <laughs> well, Zach, that's why, that's why you and I are on the outside looking at you. Know, who can skin the deer the fastest? Stone that way. He's got a cold room where he ages the deer meat. It's, so it's, Jay it's, is uh, a, Jay is a master of, Game just yeah, because not only, so. not, yeah, only yeah. The, not only the cleaning of the game, but now he's got all these brines and ways of tenderizing. It. I mean, he he's turned wild game into yeah. basically like you're eating filet mignon. I mean, that, let's that's face exactly it. Oh, he's right. A, he, he's a chef. I mean, he really. I, I have to say, of all the family cooking, I think I, Jay, I enjoy yours the most. Oh yeah, we well, use it when somebody wants somebody to cook something for yep. a big, you know, wing ding. As Dad said, well, I, I don't. I wouldn't yeah. consider myself a chef. More of a Meatologist. That's right. Meatologist. <laughs> That's what Dr. Dean's peg. Yeah. Hey. Meatologist. Meatologist. But you, meatologist. but you also have the ability. What you, but you also notice every time I'm around you, and you're cooking. Now you're, you're, you're a great teacher and coach. By the time, so you're, you're kind of selling it the whole time, and you're telling like when I had the deer steak you made, you're like, hey, this is the best thing you ever put in your mouth. Right. And you told me something. By the time I ate it, I was like, right. I don't know if it was actually. I, I, didn't talk I don't know. Him I into was it. convinced. <laughs> <laughs> you think, but I did think I said, yep, it's the best. Well, hey, the best one out. is the uh, tenderloin, beef tenderloin. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, I and you know, so, yeah. I, and even that's that's pretty easy there to, as long as you you just you can only mess that up, right? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I smoked some ribs for Phil and Miss Kay and Aunt Ann yesterday. And were they good, Dan? It's just, just melt in your mouth. Yeah. Just, uh, that was about a slow cook. How long did you cook them? I mean, uh, what, but three and a half hours on them. Yep. But, uh, Hey, so we're coming down my, uh, Sunday, Jay. I, did Phil tell you that you, you might be cooking for us on Monday? Uh, well, Miss Kay says something about it, but um, I, me and Sire are leaving Monday evening. So, uh, well, that's at Uh-oh. lunchtime. Well, we might pull it off. We got to do two <laughs> podcasts get... that morning. Oh, yeah, you may not be able to do it then. We'll figure <laughs> something out. I was going to ask you what's on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we're having a meeting on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I, I was trying to get his favorite food picks in. Well, I could do uh, beef tenderloins. If you can get me out of those two podcasts Monday morning, <laughs> I'll do it. It's all right. It's I'll quid pro quo, Zach. He said he'll work on it, boys. So you, do you like it? Happen, make it happen, Zach. Do you like this, your new role? Oh, as, I love I mean, it. I love yeah. it because I'm, I'm outside every day in, in, in the woods five days a week. Right. I mean, I'm doing something every day, and but it's always outside, never inside. By the way, the so, food plots, they look good. Ooh, they look good, don't Do they? they? <laughs> the food plots for deer, he's got them out there in hey, areas, green. you know. Hey, Green, look like a, it looks a golf great. course. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you think about it, that's it's it was really needed. Once again, Willie had the, the foresight to see it, that you really need somebody we have as much property as we do, especially hunting property. You got to have some. You got to have some regular, ongoing maintenance of everything that's going oh, on. Oh, he's there. done great. Uh, did a great job on getting deer down there. Right, because there there wasn't a lot of deer down here before. I mean, and what was here was runts and yeah. swamp yeah. deer and oh, yeah. gnarly looking. But I mean, you you you're raising quite the 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 herd, as they say. Yeah, it's it's very uh, rewarding to to work the land and 
raise the deer herd and all that. I, I, the hardest part around here is protecting the deer. Right. Because we've made strides. And I've got in on that. Because <laughs> I let the biggest one we got walk. She sure did. The biggest rack buck on the property. So I didn't shoot him. He, he gave me the green light. He said, okay, old man. <laughs> Look at him with your binoculars and then tell me what you're going to do. I looked at him for about five minutes and I said, you're not going to believe what I'm fixed to tell you. <laughs> and he said, what's that? I said, he ain't over enough. Let him go. Let him go for another year. Tom <laughs> <laughs> was going, and then when he told Willie, went. <laughs> and you know what Willie said? He said, because by me, I, I ain't say, letting him walk. Sal, <laughs> yeah. you're taking a big risk because there's a lot of rednecks around, uh, <laughs> including our own crew, uh, that may not have your patience. Oh, no. He set, he set the tone right there. So we're going to let him walk. I actually have just sat back and watched him get, oh, those stone got them the bigger and bigger bucks, you know, showing pictures and all that. But uh, he names them all. That, that finally wound up. That that shut down the sticking your gun barrel out of four wheeler. You know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go back. As I said, we've made strides. Yeah. We went from I talked them into quit shooting button heads. Improvement is on its way. Quit shooting uh, deer, unidentified deer out of the four wheeler. That yep. was number two. So we're 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 making well, progress. I still remember the day old Burley. Shot George oh, Jones. Yeah. yeah, they got names. They got names from yeah. Good night, you shot George Jones. Burley <laughs> <laughs> said, Who was that? I didn't know. I, didn't... I heard about it. I texted Burley. I said, He stopped loving her today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what, what Burley sent me that text. Oh, Lee. That was pretty funny. So, you... By the way, he's bringing two of Blues, my old lab. Sire, he yeah, sired some bringing puppies. some of her pups. Uh-oh. Some of, some of his, you know, old oh. blue. So we got his lineage, and Burl's bringing two of them with him. She had 10 pups. Uh. Bring us two. So uh, I'm going to befriend them and train <laughs> them up. Uh, I hope I hope they have better manners yeah. than their daddy. Yeah, he was a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Bible says, you know, a quarrelsome woman is like a constant dripping. <laughs> Don't forget that uh, out there in computer land. Constant dripping. A a constant dripping. A little known verse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like signing off with a little massage this morning. <laughs> uh, all right, we're out of time. Oh, so man. we're going to come back in overtime. I got a, I got a biblical question about a hunter in the Bible. So we're going to do that in the overtime. If you want to follow us over, it's blazetv.com slash unashamed. Right now they're running a promo. Get $10 off if you use the promo code Phil. So that's blazetv.com slash unashamed. Follow us over. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.